You're listening to Marketing News Canada, Canada's number one show featuring the brightest minds in marketing, PR, and digital advertising. Well, welcome to another episode of Marketing Jam. Uh, I am thrilled, um, and, and maybe you will be as well, because we have, I feel like, one of the uh, most fascinating, uh, most addictive uh, platforms uh, being represented on the show today. So Josh is here from TikTok. So thank you so much for being here, Josh. Thanks for having me, Darren. Okay, so one of my biggest questions, and and just driving here for the interview, is is the chicken and egg question. Everyone wants to yep. know what came first, the chicken and egg. I, I actually heard a joke recently. Um, it's a dad joke where someone was like, "Hey, I ordered a chicken on Amazon, and I ordered an egg. I'll let you know which comes first. Um, so I need to know. The answer is the egg, right? <laughs> What's this? The the answer is the egg, right? Because of evolution. Yeah, maybe. So I don't know. Chicken-like animals just kept, you know, kind of morphing closer and closer to the chicken until eventually there was an egg with a chicken in it. <laughs> maybe you got <laughs> the answer. Maybe you're the one. Maybe this is, this is if you're watching or listening to the show, you've discovered the answer to this. Um, <laughs> I think we can end it here. <laughs> well, I need to know the chicken and egg of TikTok is Savage Love. So, and all these songs that came on the radio this summer – were they were they big songs on the radio and and just big songs in general or was it TikTok that broke those songs? Because I Stop feel like okay. really much of the the trending songs that you see today are starting on TikTok, and that's what's what's kind of beautiful about the platform is that is that you know things happen on our platform and then they extend well past it. So the amount of streams that you see on Spotify and Apple Music, you know the you know again the Billboard charting new artists that are basically getting major record label deals it's all happening again from the start on on TikTok. and you're seeing a lot of artists actually connect with a lot of you know what we call creators on our platform who basically they're they're using to kind of help launch a clip of that song so people want they want more and again um you know trends get started and then they just it kind of explode from there so yeah it's it's uh a lot of the stuff is forming on our, our platform, and then you end up seeing it everywhere else, including radio, television, et cetera. It's amazing. And, and, and context, for those, uh, the rare few that maybe during COVID never, you know, they, they were busy baking or, or watching Tiger King and, and somehow did not make room for TikTok in their lives, give kind of context. What is TikTok? How did it begin? And, and what's, what's happened with TikTok in Canada? Oh, God. Okay. So... How it started. So a couple of years ago, um, our parent company, ByteDance, basically uh, purchased Musical.ly, you know, which was basically this this dancing slash lip syncing app for for young teens. Um, and then what happened was they took that app and then they added a whole bunch of more tools to basically give people the opportunity to be more creative. Mm -hmm. And over the last two years, we have seen the platform change dramatically in terms of how people are using it and how the fact basically has become multi-generational. So you have everything from, you know, your Gen Zs and millennials to the grandparents. And it's interesting because, you know, not only were we seeing exploding growth, but when COVID happened and everybody was stuck in the household, now you started seeing this big trend of families, you know, doing these TikToks or basically these you know, sort of short form videos together. Um, and again, you know, TikTok, you know, isn't for the young, it's just young at heart. Mm -hmm. That's really sort of like who we are. Um, 
but really, you know, let me explain further. Like there, there are trends that are happening on TikTok that basically they, they create movements and, and moments that extend off the platform and become basically part of our lives. And it's a it's a place that not only accepts but but celebrates people to be themselves and express who they are. And and, and this is really part of the massive popularity of TikTok. And we've really turned culture upside down. It's it's no longer about celebrities and aspirational artifice. Today, influence is actually coming from the the authenticity and the the ideas and the imagination of everyday people. And so whether it's a perfect life hack or the latest song topping the charts, as we were just talking about, or an important social message, it starts on TikTok. Um, and, and really what's happening is that it's starting with our creators, right? These are the influencers that are organic to TikTok. And they're the lifeblood and the storytellers of our platform. And you know, they connect deeply with our with our community. I like to think of them basically as our professors, you know, who are greasing, you know, uh, greasing or, or keeping the, the cultural gears turning on TikTok. And we're the students, right? Mm -hmm. And we study what they create. And then we do our best to help, you know, our brand partners and consumers build off of that. Um, and to be honest, like, you know, as we think about like brand opportunities, I think this gives brands a great opportunity to connect with with consumers in a, in a whole new way by partnering with these individuals to inspire and to co-create entertain, educate, uh, or join trends. And I don't think there's any reason why these these actions can't align with the brand's most important KPIs. And speaking of brands, uh, one brand in particular, Ocean Spray, uh, their cranberry yes. juice, uh, got a lot of news coverage, uh, mainstream media, you know, off of TikTok because of a single TikTok video. Yeah, and, and what was really interesting is, is how they responded to it. Um, you know, they went and basically you had an individual whose, you know, old truck broke down, you know, and he takes his skateboard and while he's doing that, you know, he's, he's drinking some ocean spray and he's singing dreams, you know, Fleetwood Mac, um, which by the way, put them on the billboard charts yes. again for after, I don't know how many, you know, decades. Um, but what they did, which was incredible is basically they contacted this guy and they bought him a new truck. But it's what's amazing. even more interesting, and again, and I talked about how how you know TikTok is not only is not only um, you know sort of you know driving this incredible engagement on the platform, but it's off the platform as well as its influence. So you could not get Ocean Spray anywhere. I mean, literally, it was selling off the shelves. And so again, like when you think about you know driving like business KPIs, you know if you can find those those moments, those trends that either is happening around your brand, you know, or just, you know, basically put your brand inside that in a really kind of fun and real way. Anything is possible. My uh, niece on the weekend was laughing. I have a two-year-old and my two-year-old was trying to sneak out of my parents' house. And my niece started saying, and she's, uh, I would say she's 16. She's like, don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> just don't be suspicious. And I was like, oh, I love that you know that. I was like, you know what that's from? And she goes, no, it's from TikTok. And I was like, oh, it's from a show, Parks and Recreation. It's yeah. these two brothers, you know, brother and sister. And uh, and she goes, oh, I didn't know that. It's from a TV show. And so it was like, it was amazing to think like this soundbite pulled from a TV show that, you know, came out years ago is now, you know, something that is just used culturally when someone tries to sneak away. Exactly. And so again, you know, to that whole point, it's not just about, you know, brand new songs or brand new artists, you know, coming on and getting and getting, you know, sort of visibility and popularity. It's it's even taking old, you know, sort of music and people and products and bringing them back to life. Um, you know, I've, I, I have friends, I won't mention the brands who have a couple of aged, you know, clothing brands, 
Yeah. Uh, and I said to them, you know, hey, listen, like if you connect, you know, with a couple of like, you know, designers on our platform, you know, or, or fashionistas, you know, they can probably help to create, you know, a sort of youthfulness back into these products, maybe help you design some new products, you know, help you understand what's what's trending. What's really interesting about our creators is that um, it's not just about building content with them, but I've been talking to a lot of executives about taking it a step further, about looking to maybe tap into a couple of creators to become advisors, you know, like meet with them once a month or once a quarter and get an idea of like, what are the trends that are coming, you know, down the road? How can we, you know, you know, sort of get involved with them in a, in a way that again, is going to be engaging and exciting that will drive value to the, to the community as well as to ourselves. This way you actually get well ahead of your, your competitors or your industry, you know, as a whole, because you know exactly what's going on. These, a lot of these, you know, creators, they had their own small groups, like outside of the platform, they talk to each other, right? They, they engage, they support one another. And that, uh, and that can, can, you know, have a huge, huge impact for, for brands that they know how to tap into it properly. I'm very thankful. Uh, one of my favorite um, creators is a guy named Zach King, and he was doing yeah, these incredible, yeah, incredible kind of illusions on Vine for a long time there. And then when Vine shut down, you TikTok became his place. You became his new home and his kind of, you know, kind of distribution factory. So thank you for for being there and kind of yeah, being that Vine so replacement. Talented. He's yeah. so, so talented. Yeah. Uh, now, as far as like creators that are out there, give me those that don't know, what are some of the more famous ones or ones that are more well known that people should be aware of or at least be following when they join TikTok because they want to check out the platform? There's one really awesome one here in Canada that um, he has done uh, just a phenomenal job in terms of creating engaging content. Um, and he is part of the Indigenous community. His name is Notorious Cree. Mm. Um, amazing amazing content also very much about about his about his community we okay. have recently uh launched a, a marketing campaign um that is running across all medias uh and notorious cree is is a uh, is a, a part of that mm. um again i would highly highly check him out um another one is bowmanizer he's okay. a, another one that's a, a part of our our marketing program as well Again, a highly, highly uh, engaging um, uh, creator on the platform, uh, you know, who does a lot of really awesome, like funny content, a lot of times with his friends and, uh, and, his, and his family members. Again, a guy who's, who's also just um, really down to earth, really fun, uh, and he has also just ex exploded on our platform. That's amazing. It's amazing. So uh, advertisers, marketers, those that want to kind of discover how TikTok works and how an advertiser should be involved. What's your advice? What should they be doing right now? Well, the first thing they need to do is use the platform. Try it. Yeah. Like, witness trends. Get addicted. Find your voice, you know, yeah. explore your creativity. Yeah. Uh, with sound on. One of the very unique things about TikTok is that it's sound on. If you think about, you know, the the last 10, 15 years and how mobile really has exploded, um, when you look at the largest platforms out there that marketers are using, which is Google and Facebook, everything is sound off. And marketers and creative agencies, you know, have been handcuffed and had to adapt, you know, their TV creative and other creative, you know, that starts, you know, with that sound on, that sound bite, that sonic moment to grab your attention. 
and have to find other ways to, to narrate. Um, and it's been a big challenge. And we're now giving them that, that freedom, hmm. you know, to once again be able to have that moment to capture people's attention. Um, and so sound on is a really, really, you know, important piece. And so we want clients to explore that creativity with that. Because the reality is, is, you know, what good is an impression if you don't make one? Right? Mm -hmm. That's, I didn't come up with that. My friend Adam Burchell came up with that. But yeah. it's, it's true. Like, you want to take that moment and, and capture people's attention and make sure whatever that, 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 you know, communication is that people are going to, to resonate with it. And we're finding that, you know, I, I spent 11 and a half years at, at Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, that was Facebook and Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, and what I've noticed is, is that it's a very different experience. Like when you are scrolling through a news feed or through stories on that platform in comparison to the stream on, on TikTok, when you're on Facebook or, or Instagram, and again, whether or not it's in the, you're in the feed or whether you're it's going through stories, you're moving pretty fast. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, you're working with a social graph, you know, that basically yeah. is going to show you content from people that you're basically engaging the most way that you care the most about. And, you know, the stuff from the people that you want to see. So you're moving really fast and kind of skipping stuff until you find something or maybe a photo or maybe a video catches your attention. But for the most mm -hmm. part, you're moving really fast and you're likely going to miss a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. But if you'll notice when you're on TikTok, because of that sound on and that sonic yeah. moment, you know, because it's full screen and you're the only thing at the screen at that very moment there's nothing adjacent to it and you know the fact that again it's 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 video mm -hmm. right and you don't usually know who any of these people are yeah. right because uh, again it's a lot of strangers these talented people from all around the world um you know you end up dwelling you spend time with it you're waiting for yeah. that you know you're waiting for that that bass to drop, you know, you're waiting for that dance, you know, tutorial to finish. You're waiting for that, that, you know, that um, culinary masterpiece to finish, oh, yeah. or that artistic or masterpiece. Crib board. I was watching crib boards being made out of wood and this clear blue plastic resin thing. And it was incredible. It ended up being, I, they're from Northern BC here and I ordered one. It was amazing, but I saw it because of a TikTok video. I know, right? I, I li literally, learned how to make the most unbelievable steak <laughs> on mm. on TikTok. For the last 30 years, I've literally been grilling and I thought I made a good steak. I did not make a good steak. And so basically like just like watching this guy like, you know, putting in the shallots and like the garlic and the butter and doing it on a pan and like learning how to like do that and you know the sauce and everything like that. Honestly, it's like been by far the best steak that that I've ever uh, that I've ever made. But uh, but yeah, it's it's um, we're really seeing like a we're really seeing a a a major change in the way that that consumers are engaging this content. So again, when you have these things in your your dwelling, you're spending you know more time on every piece of creative. What ends up happening is you know when you use like a, a marketer lens, it's like okay, wow, I've got full screen, I've got video, I've got sound on, right, and I got people paying attention because. Mm -hmm. Like when you're watching TV, there could be a bunch of other devices. You know, when you're when you're on social media, the thing people could be talking around around you. When you're on TikTok, mm -hmm. all you're doing is watching TikTok. Yeah, right? and listening That's for cool. that uh, office clip, right? The the way that they respond to Dwight Schrute exactly. talking about the the great heist of stealing the chandelier from Tiffany's. Exactly. Yeah. So as a marketer, when you have all of that uniquely for the very first time, right? 
you think about, wow, like what can I do with this? What kind of marketing objectives can I can I solve with this? Um, and again, like we are, we're you know we're we're working with clients to really again tap into that creativity and find find where they best fit. And there's a lot of things you know that that they can do. And you know, first they want to create content that's entertaining and that adds value to the community. It could be things like product reviews, how-to videos, mm-hmm. life hacks, tips and tricks. Like those kinds of things, I think are are amazing ways. And and if you want, I can give you a great example of of a brand most recently that I think has done a really great job of that. Yeah, please. Um, and that, that brand is is uh, Reckitt uh, Bensicker. Um, and one of their products is finished, like the dishwasher detergent. Mm-hmm. And they had a, a product that came out recently. They're they're platinum pods, and um, you know they they came to us and you know originally they wanted to do what we call hashtag challenges, which is basically it's taking it's taking you know something you know that typically trends organically on our platform and creating one that you know we can do by adding paid media to spark it for a brand. And then let it kind of grow on on its own, um, but we didn't think that was actually a good fit. At this time, we thought it might be really interesting to do what we thought what we call like a content series. Mm-hmm. You know, have us introduce them to a bunch of different creators with different personas, um, and we let them kind of pick the personas they wanted. So, you know, we had like a mother with her family, we had uh, a chef, we had a um, a millennial, mm-hmm. and we basically said, okay, here's the message, right? Um, when you use, you know, basically, you know, when you use these pods, you don't need to rinse your dishes anymore because when you rinse your dishes before you put them in the dishwasher, on average, people are using 75 liters of water. Hmm. And so like there's this really great, you know, sort of, you know, message to the community. But, you know, rather than sort of directing them in terms of what to create for those videos, they let them do it themselves. They let Amazing. them tell their own story, their own narrative, right, in the way that feels natural to them. And the content was like amazing that they that they produced. Um, and not only was like you know the engagement rate did not only did the engagement rates like trump anything that we had mm. seen before, but it was the comments in the mm. in these pieces of video content that they created that really was like next level. Mm. To have to have um, consumers say things like "Wow, I didn't skip an ad." Or this is the only TikTok ad I can watch over and over and yeah. over. Or this is the only TikTok ad I've actually watched fully. And yeah. then someone literally commented, you know, advertising is done right when you're enjoying the video so much that you yeah. didn't even realize you're watching an ad until halfway yeah. through. That's like genius. Those kind of comments in an ad really is very powerful. And the, the client has loved the results. And, you know, basically they're looking at other brands now in terms of trying to, you know, basically create the same type of concept. And again, in a different type of product, different narrative, different voice, but again, something that's highly engaging with the community. And that's where we come up with this idea of like, don't make ads, make TikToks. Hmm. And really it's just about making it feel natural to the platform, contextually relevant, you know, so that, you know, so that, you know, these, these videos enhance the user experience rather Hmm. than take away from it. And again, you don't just, you're not just skipping ads like you do in typical feeds, you know, that wow. uh, you use in social media. And I like that line you use too, you know, you're not just making an impression, you know, it's who cares about impressions, but if you're not making an impression, exactly. right? Like, I, I love that. Cause I think so many ads that are like, you know, pre-roll 
or you know interrupting your TV show or interrupting your life. These sounds like they're just actually part of what you're already watching and enjoying. Exactly. They're not forced, right? Yeah. And so again, you have the opportunity to skip them, but if they're good, right? Yeah. And again, you capture people's attention. All of a sudden, like it's a great experience. And ads can really again be welcoming, you know, into into platforms like this rather than taking away from it. Or if it's even a TikTok user you know, then you're like, oh, you don't even know that it's an or it's confusing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There's also brands that like I think, you know, just happen to do great creative that can live universally on any platform. Like Apple. I think Apple yeah. does an amazing job with their creative. I mean, they're just an awesome brand, but you know. They, you know, a great example was, you know, many months ago, they did a, a campaign, I don't know if you remember it, called the Slofi. And basically it was a girl and her, like her little brother is like holding the hair dryer, you know, and she's like taking this like Slofi of herself. And then all of a sudden like this like wind's blowing through her hair and then it, it pans down and all of a sudden her mouth is kind of blowing open. Now that ad was brilliant, right? But what was so good about it is that, you know, you take little clips from it, it looks amazing on on out of home, it looks amazing on television, it looks amazing on TikTok. Mm -hmm. And again, if you have a really good concept and you have a, you know, something that again is incredible is creative and engaging, and again, you have the opportunity for sound on, it can live, you know, again on, on multiple different medias and still see really awesome results across the board with a single narrative. Uh, I uh, I remember the day um, we had Snap in our office, and it was actually Snap Canada, and it was the day that uh, Instagram launched um, Stories at the time. Yeah, and there it was, the, it was the same day, so we're actually in our boardroom, you know, looking at it together and seeing what the final product looked like. And, and they were like, "Oh, we're not too worried; it'll be fine." And, and sure enough, they, you know, they weren't too worried and moved on. Uh, and so Instagram launches Reels. Yep. And from my perspective, all I'm seeing on my reels, though, is TikTok videos. Exactly. That's all I see. And so probably the same thing the day it launched, TikTok, I, I assume you were like, wow, ah, we'll see what happens. I'm not too worried. And sure enough, it's it's like a second place to post your your TikToks. Yeah, it's 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 been really interesting. And that's I think the beauty of our platform is that, um, again, we're not we're not so stuck that, oh, everything has to happen on TikTok. Again, it's, it's like mission control. It's a creator's platform. Again, everything starts on TikTok and then expands out from there. And you can take a TikTok you know, creative and you can share it on any social platform. You can share it on any messaging platform. It's fine with us. You know, again, the, the more the, the merrier. Um, again, we just have amazing tools you know, to you know, allow you know, for you know, our creators and for brands to build amazing content. And then again, it just, just kind of goes off from there. And do you think that was, was that the secret sauce? Was it just that you make it so easy to grab sound bites and make these really fun looking videos? Was that the combo you think that you you guys hit? Yeah, I think it's also our algorithm okay. um, because the you know social media platforms use a social graph. You know, and as I mentioned before, basically you're going to see they're going to start understanding like who you care most about, and that's the yeah. content you're going to see. Um, and again, we're we're not social media. We're an entertainment platform, and we have a content graph. And what's unique about TikTok is that we reward great content. Yeah. Right? And so okay. there's this there's this um, there's this saying about becoming TikTok famous. Yeah. Because you can literally post a video and overnight, yeah, go from zero to hero. Yeah. And that's you know, uh, Ocean Spray is like you know is a, is yeah. a perfect example. Yeah. Um, again, you if you have something that is unique and creative and engaging um, 
and you know people are spending time with it you know or they're engaging or they're sharing that that piece of content we're going to show more people and more people and more people and more people so again it doesn't matter whether or not you're somebody with 50 million followers or someone with zero followers and this is the first video you're going to post everybody has the opportunity to have their videos go you know basically viral or start trending um and that's again the the power of our platform and i think that's really been it's difficult for social media platforms to transition to something like that yeah and and yeah these videos are getting way more views than quibi any quibi show ever got so good it's amazing it it, it really uh, it, it yeah, really no. is. and and we're we're loving it and it's you yeah. know and that's the other thing too is you know we've i think if anything it become an escape from social media and we've become yeah. a place of we are I, I think you know one of the very few places on the internet today where people can still find moments of joy yeah you know, no. we're a fun, young, quirky, you know, type of type of platform. And, uh, you know, again, there's content for everybody. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, again, it's just so unbelievably engaging. There was a great article, and, and I, I can't remember which periodical it was, but they talked about content density, right? And the difference between seeing something on like an IG story in comparison to like a TikTok. And it's really about the amount of time and energy creators put into that content. I don't know, maybe you saw the article, right? So, you know, on maybe on Instagram story, you see, you know, this sort of, you know, I, you know, I, I traveled to this like awesome destination and here's like, you know, you know, a panoramic of, of me, you know, of my view and on TikTok, you know, in 15 seconds, that same 15 seconds, you know, you, you have literally, you know, created like a ton of emotions from somebody that like, aha, wow. Oh my God, that's so sad. Or like, that's amazing. And you, that density and that, you know, that sort of art, you know, of being able to grab people's reactions and what a lot of these creators are so good at, again, I think is what makes, you know, our platform so unbelievably different and why it's just become so popular and exciting for consumers to use and now for brands to use as well. Yeah. It's been uh, one of the best resources I found with TikTok over um, this period has also been uh, discovering hikes. For some reason, there's people that will show these amazing views uh, of where they've hiked in. And then, it, you know, it just says where it is. And people in the comments are like, where is that? And it's been one of the best kind of like hike discovery tools I've ever seen. So I'm sure there's some, well, whether it's Mountain Kuma Co-op or RE, you know, REI or someone just really needs to figure out that kind of cohesive partnership with hikers and their products. Exactly. And, and, and again, like that's the whole idea of really trying to understand your voice as a brand and then you know whether you want to just build content yourself right that just kind of feels natural to the platform or you know partnering with creators that again have have built their popularity from you know again those individual types of themes you know and working with them to build content that just feels again natural and engaging and drives value to the community amazing so why do you think these songs just take off like of all the songs right whether it's you know savage or or, or you know any of these songs savage love or, or all these kind of random songs like it's usually and it's only just a, a chunk of it because even it's funny because driving in my car you know taking my son to school all of a sudden the song will come on and i don't recognize it then i realize though there's that sound bite from tiktok and now it's on the radio because it's like people knew of it because of that tiny little sound bite um I really wish I knew the answer to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. I'm just... <laughs> because I think because I feel like, you know, if we could tell brands that or we can tell musicians that, oh, man. every song would be would be trending because you see just such a diverse yeah. 
amount of music, right? Yeah. And sometimes it's 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 just sound bites, you know, or sonic moments, people talking rather than it being being music. Um, it I I don't know because sometimes you have this like soft melodic music, and yeah. then sometimes you have like rock music, and then you yeah. have pop music, and then some music is really old, and then some music is really new. Honestly, I I, I think it's a it's an ingredient to to the to the sorry dog barking in the back, but it's an ingredient to the to the piece of content itself, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it's 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 the soundbite, then it's you know sort of the it's the visual, right? And and really just sort of how the the creator is kind of positioning all that together that's driving attention and creating a way for for people to want to not only engage but to build off of it, right? Mm-hmm. And then that's when the, the trends come. Wow. So so Enterprise uh, brands, they want to get connected. They want to learn how to do something on the platform or advertisers after they download the app and they, they realize this is amazing and, and they're addicted and then they, they yeah. kind of go on a, they get, they recover from their addiction, but then they want to engage. How do they go about it? Where do they go? Is there a site, you know, section on the site? Can they, you know, we got a Canadian office now they can contact, contact you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, brands can can definitely, you know, contact our office. You know, I I started, um, you know, the office uh, October of last year. So it's been a little bit over a year, but I've got 30 people, you know, on my team now. We have, you know, cross-functional partners, you know, from, you know, marketing and creative uh, and product. Um, We've built out now uh, our team within uh, content and operations. Um, and that is, um, you know, people that focus on community, they focus on creator partnerships, content partnerships. So we have all the resources now to to help brands, you know, whether or not they, they just want best practices or for us to actually help them to like launch campaigns on our platform or, again, engage with with creators on our platform. It's Yeah, I think people need to see it and experience it for a good week before they really can understand how, cra- how crazy different it is. Yeah, it, 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 that's exactly it. You know, when people read up on it, you know, they they learn about what the app used to be, you know, many years ago in terms of being just like young females dancing and lip syncing. Yeah, because that's what that's what musically really was. But the platform has transitioned so much now that unless you really go on it and you experience it, like you're not going to really un- not going to really like understand it. And again, it's really funny because a lot of CEMOs and not just like H&M, but a lot of CMOs go on it and they become absolutely addicted to it, you know, or they have kids that, you know, are on it and they're addicted to it. And then they bring their parents in it. My my 16 year old son introduced yeah. it to me a year before I joined TikTok. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he and he basically was just like, Dad, you got to check out this platform. And literally we just started sending each other videos back and forth. We were like sitting together and watching it. They're hilarious. Yeah, and watching for hours. We had the best time just like literally sending each other videos back and forth, man. It's so much, it's it's so engaging. It really is. It's like it it um it to me it's just it's just fascinating how the the platform works in such a way that it really gets it really well the I'll I'll explain to you actually the algorithm is, is really interesting. Um there's basically three pockets of content. One is basically after a couple of weeks, it'll start understanding the things you like, right? By how much time you spend with it and how you engage with it. So if you like dogs, we're gonna show you more dog stuff. And we're gonna show you stuff that's relevant to Canada. So like we have a you know entire programming team now. We're gonna be starting to you know create a lot more Canadian specific content wow. because we want the app in Canada to feel like it's made for Canada. Um, and then this 
And the second piece is, is um, or second bucket of content is stuff that we think you're going to like because mm. everyone else likes it, right? Mm. So we show you stuff that's trending around the world. Again, like if everyone else likes it, you're probably going to like it too. Yeah. And then the third one is what I talked earlier about is that people who have zero followers, zero likes or anything, you probably see content from them every once in a while. And you're like, why am I even like getting this? Because we're testing to see if it's a good piece of creative, right? Yeah, and if you and if you engage with it, like yeah. we'll show it to some more people. And then yeah. that's how people can literally go from nothing to all of a sudden having half a million followers, multi-million views, and yeah. you know, and, and people engaging with them all over the place. And so it's a uh, that unique algorithm. Again, it's just something that's just unmatched in, in you know the, the Facebooks, Instagrams, you know, Snaps, Twitters, you know, you like no nobody has been able to build this. Um, and again, that's what's really made us so successful. And we've built now in the US transparency centers that we are we are taking clients through. Um, and I'll let you know about it once we were able to bring clients through it, uh, Canadian clients through it virtually. Um, but it explains how the algorithm works. Wow. Like it takes you through everything because we want everybody to understand exactly like we are literally an open book. We are the most open and transparent wow. like company, tech company out there. And again, we want everybody to 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 see that, right? Rather than going, oh my God, like they're owned by a Chinese company and they're stealing our data, which is completely not true. Yeah. Uh, they literally have like no jurisdiction over us. Yeah. Like they, all moderation and everything happens out of out of uh, out of the United States. Our servers all live outside of mainland China. It's in, in the U.S. with a backup in Singapore. Yeah. Um, but 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 we want you know. But over the years, you know, you you hear these um, you hear these like again these rumors or you know basically these perceptions that have been created. And if we're not out there talking about it, yes, helping people to really understand what the truth is, these perceptions become realities. And so. Like myself and my team, like we have a lot of work to do in terms yeah, of, you know, yeah. helping people to understand the, you know, the the facts about about TikTok. You know, yeah, who's yeah. on our platform? How does our algorithm work? How does data work? You know, like who has jurisdiction? How do we do, how do we protect people, you know, brand safety wise? You know, how do we, you know, again, protect not just our, our community, but also, you know, brands as well. You know, and 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 how do we, you know, again, make sure that that um you know, that we are, you know, following all the sort of like proper rules of, of engagement and making sure that, again, we are working with governments and we're working yeah. with third parties to make sure that, you know, again, everything that's done in our platform is is top notch, that is best in class in the market. It's amazing. What, another thing I find so fascinating about comparing it to other platforms is the amount of B2B content that's on there. So like there'll be a guy who, you know, whether you believe in growth hacking or not, like, you know, you take it with a grain of salt, but someone will be like, hey, here's four apps that I find really helpful for client reporting. And he'll just talk through them all and I'll write down a couple or I'll like save the video and then watch it later. And then I'll go and try out those apps. Like I've probably trialed about like 10 softwares because of TikTok, but there's probably no attribution to that individual videographer or that content creator. But, but. Oh, I, I like I'm just and I'm one example, right? And and I bought a freaking crib board because of TikTok. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, That's so cool. Yeah, we the one of the one of my and and again, like his name escapes me, but one of my favorite ones is like seeing videos of guys are like, here are three things about the iPhone that you didn't know. Yes, right? yes. I and love those. My favorite one, and you know, it's a it's a life hack, right? My favorite one is the notes. If you hold it down, you can scan documents. 
like literally I, scanned documents, like a proper PDF. Yeah. And, Whoa. And you have to send them off. So you don't, because I had, I tend to have to scan a lot of documents. Yeah. yeah. So, so like it has literally made my life so unbelievably simple. And you can literally, however many pages it is, you literally yeah. just scan every page, becomes one PDF, yeah. and you can just send it right off. Yeah. That is amazing. And what's, what's the guy's name in the sweater? He's friends with, uh, uh, he's friends with a bunch of famous people. He's always doing these crazy videos. This sweater guy, he's out of New York. Um, who's the, oh, there's some, know. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, say, I'll send you a follow-up after this, but I'm really? like, I, I, his videos are so fascinating because again, he was an early TikToker. He, he's played all these minor roles in TV, in movies and TV shows. Um, so he's like a B-list actor, but has made it huge on TikTok. I find it, I do find it fascinating seeing all these B-listers and C-stars that are trying to break it on TikTok. I'll tell you, by the way, like, my so my my history is like I, I started on working on Wall Street. I was like a mutual fund wholesaler, oh, which, which and, makes sense, right? The background, right, of what you're yeah. doing now, right? Back in like the early two thousands, um, went to work for one directly. Moved to, to Canada because like you know um, you know not only was was my ex Canadian, but we saw Toronto as a great opportunity, a great market. And you look at it today, yeah. it's like oh, the yeah. biggest tech around the world, and um, and I ended up you know becoming the first employee in canada for myspace and wow. start the sales efforts for myspace in canada but in detroit as well so i was literally commuting to detroit from basically burlington yeah at like 4 a.m on monday and then coming back like four hour drive and then and then basically coming back on like thursday evenings and so like literally for like two years i was doing that and i happened to become friends with like the one person at facebook and wow. he was in Detroit and he's like, one day he was like, Hey bud, like, are you, are you interested in like staying in Canada and not having to make these crazy drives? Cause we're looking to get things started at Facebook. So I became the first employee for Facebook in Canada. Wow. Well, Dude. Got to like start the, the efforts here. And at that time when I left MySpace, man, they were like, dude, that is fucking career suicide. Are yeah. you <laughs> like I was, I was employed like 297 at Facebook. Yeah. And they were like, there is like, you know, MySpace was like four exercise of Facebook at the time. You know, they thought it was like a hiccup that it was just like for college students. Yeah. And I was just like, I could, you could see the writing on the wall. Yeah. Like everybody was shifting like their behavior because it was just, it was a communication utility that was just so much cleaner than MySpace. MySpace was like a social portal. Oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Everybody thought they were a rock star. Oh yeah. Go I had one. Yeah. Friends. Yeah. Right. But it, but it had great content. It was a big yeah. marketing. There's no content on Facebook. Right. Oh. It's just a great utility like Google oh. is in search. Yeah. And so, and I ended up being there for, you know, almost 11 and a half years. And then I was lucky enough to get things started for TikTok. So I've had this really interesting. So are you number one, the first employee for TikTok too, as well then? Yeah. MySpace, Facebook, TikTok. That's incredible, Joshua. <laughs> So it's been a, a nutty, nutty story, man. I've been in digital now for like 21 years. and But having to go through those experiences and just, you know, again, MySpace was so small when I started and Facebook was so small when I started and TikTok was really small when, when I started as well. And you can just see the trends, right? There's just, there's, wow. it's, it's, I, I feel so unbelievably lucky to, to have gotten to be in the right place at the right yeah, time. I was going to say, had that opportunity, you know, and TikTok, you know, was my boss who has a global expansion for TikTok. You know, he also worked at Facebook. He joined, he was there a year before I was and had basically opened up uh, the global team for Facebook, wow. right? So I got to know him early on and he like, he called me up in the middle of the summer last year and he was like, dude, 
we're ready to get Canada started. Wow. Let's do this. And I was just like, that's amazing. I got a lot of questions, but like, you know, like, wow. And, uh, and he like flew up to Toronto and, you know, we had an awesome dinner and never Joshua. This is incredible, man. I feel like whether it's luck or you just, you've got a good finger on the pulse. Well, you could, you could, I'm sure you could tell either story. There's probably, were... probably a mix, yeah. you know, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's been like, I'm, I'm so fortunate to have the journey that I've had. And, you know, you know, Facebook was like lightning, like literally it was like lightning struck. Um, yeah. And I didn't at all possible to, to connect with another platform that could do something similar to what Facebook did. And TikTok, I think, I think it yeah. is. Yeah. Um, it is a really, really powerful program. And again, like there is something special about this platform and unique yeah. where there's positivity, you yes. know, this community. This is, you feel good when you're on yes. TikTok, right? Yeah. Like, you know, that's what, and that's what saddened me about, about Facebook because in the early days there was this promise that like, yeah. you know, that companies can create these communities and yes. you can build a brand voice and you can connect with your customers and consumers in a really unique and authentic way. And all it became was ads and feeds, yeah. right? It's all yeah. it became just, just pushing of ads and feeds. But with TikTok, like there really is that, that unique opportunity. There really yeah. is community that's building. Go, I mean, look at any post and look at the comments. Oh yeah. Positive. There's all just oh, yeah. this, this constant push of, of positivity and support for one another. And again, that's what makes the platform so so beautiful and why people again are just are finding it to just be a a, a place of escape from from the just the noise of, of social media and all the politics and everything else that's going on around the world and the pandemic. That you know, again, they're they're separating themselves and just finding these moments of joy. You know, that's, that's literally the mission of a company is to inspire creativity and bring joy. Wow. <laughs> I love that, man. It's amazing. Joshua, this has been very helpful, uh, especially those that have yet to discover TikTok and those that are trying to understand it, figure it out for their brand. Thank you so much. It was my pleasure. Anything you want to leave with folks today? Any, any uh, last thoughts or advice or trends you want to align or, or bring up to people? Um, again, the, the best thing that, that I can recommend is that if you're a marketer, if you have not been on the platform yet, download it. Okay. Again, engage with it. Yeah. Find some you know trends. Join some trends. Find a creative voice, right? And test, test. Just have some, have some fun with it. And again, understand this is a platform that has grown, you know, in a very healthy way over the last year. It is no longer a, a young person's platform. Mm -hmm. It is multi-generational and we're just young at heart. It's awesome. So um, CMOs that are watching or listening to this, um, the CMO of H&M, I think did one of the coolest things. He went on the platform and just started creating and he just started trying things and trying things and trying things. And then he kind of documented his process of trying TikTok on TikTok. And, and yeah, so I found him went to be one of the most fascinating people to follow from a business learning perspective. Uh, you know, again, CMO of H&M didn't need to be on it himself, didn't need to be posting or creating himself, but chose to kind of dive headfirst into it and uh, and share his learnings. Totally. And, and that's when you really get to understand how different we are as a platform, right? That, that we're not the, the typical social media platform yeah. that people engage with for the last, you know, again, for the last 10, 15 years. And again, right. coming from that from that line line of business, like you will see very, very quickly how different TikTok is and really
begin to understand some of the great opportunities that we can offer to brands. I, I like that you said that because I, I was one of those you know few people that downloaded Quibi over this period of time and tried it and and mm-hmm. like these short little you know show segments. But I feel like yeah, when I'm on TikTok, that is entertainment. You know, I could spend an hour, two hours sometimes just ex, you know experiencing this entertainment and laughing out loud, and then showing videos to my wife to try to convince her to do one with me. Um, <laughs> but and and just even the duets like it's fascinating to see like like Lizzo did like uh, there was a singer who sang one of her songs and then Lizzo you know it was watch you watch Lizzo watching this singer and then she comments afterwards like it was just so incredible the connections that are made so there are the social connections but I feel like the entertainment experience is is you know incredible absolutely absolutely yeah. Yeah, duets have become extremely popular, reacts, and, you know, again, the ability to place your video next to another video and, you know, sort of react and and engage with it, again, just, it it creates so many different types of, like, fun and engaging opportunities, you know, again, not just for consumers, but also also for brands, and, again, we're just getting started, and, like, it's, things are wide open right now, and so... It's just a matter of just sitting down and again engaging the platform and understanding how it works and then really starting to figure out like how do i want to represent myself as a brand right what does my brand voice look like you know how can i drive value to that platform that can also bring value back to to my company based on these specific business objectives that Mm -hmm. you know that i have and i think um you know again um there's a there's been a lot of movement already from the industry, you know, within this year that, that I've been uh, in market with my team. Um, but again, we're, it's such early days and yeah. I'm just really excited to just see how we continue to, to build upon this. And, you know, when you and I talk the next time, hopefully I'll have some, you know, many more amazing stories to share about what we're doing specifically here in Canada. Yeah. And, and I have to say, I continue to see such positivity, like people bringing messages of hope and encouragement and, you know, whether it's social movements that are being, you know, t- people are using TikTok to explore those and explain those. It's been a great, great tool for that. And there's this random creator I find fascinating who just does the backup vocals or backup kind of sound effects and songs and has the craziest facial expressions. And that's all <laughs> she puts out so that she gets in other people's duets because they love her. And just like they do the main voice and then she's in the side just doing these crazy faces. <laughs> that's amazing. But it's it's that neat balance. Platform more than I do. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe too much. Maybe too much. Um, But Joshua, this is this has been great. And and yes, I love what you said there. I think it's just getting started. I'm excited to see what's next for you in Canada. And and I appreciate you being here with your team and and helping out all these Canadian brands that are wanting to explore uh, another option. And I guess partnering with an entertainment platform. Uh, And what does that look like? Totally. Listen, I, I appreciate the opportunity and uh, I also appreciate the opportunity to speak with you today. And, and again, I'm thankful for it and I hope there's, you know, future opportunities as well. Awesome. Well, thanks everyone for joining us this week on Marketing Jam. Uh, we'll be sure to put some uh, links in the show notes and uh, we'll see you next week on The Jam. Thanks for listening to Marketing News Canada. For more episodes and other great stories from Canadian marketers, visit marketingnewscanada.com. All episodes are recorded at the Jelly Marketing Studio, thanks to our producer, Chris Penner, and editor, Travis Jeffers. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, 
and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.